Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is a WQXR Cafe concert with guitarist Pablo Villegas. He's going to play three pieces, The Prelude Number 1 by Villa Lobos, Recuerdos de la Alhambra, Memories of the Alhambra by Tarrega, and the Gran Jota de Concierto, also by Tarrega. Listen for a full interview with him after the performance.
I'm Naomi Lewin. Pablo Villegas, we just heard you play the Gran Jota de Concierto by Tarrega, which included some really interesting drumming sounds. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a special effect that uh, Tarrega explains. I think uh, he was the first one to use it in a, in a classical uh, really? music piece, and uh, he explains how to, to use it and to, to how to cross the string and you know using the right hand so the music is, is not affected by that change of but that crossing. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a unique effect, and people love it, no? Because it's a surprise. It's I mean, you you take uh, everyone by surprise. 
You said that piece has a particular connection to where you're from. Yes, I'm from uh, Rioja, a, a part in the mid middle north of Spain. And uh, I grew up listening to this music. It was uh, it's, it's the folk uh, music of, of, of my region, uh, Rioja. So uh, for me, it was so natural to learn this piece. And at the same time, it was a great uh, a gift to present to people uh, from other parts of the world because, you know, this is like the, the music from my roots. This is where I am as a person. This is where I am as a musician or at least a part of where I am as a musician because I'm from there. So I enjoy very much uh, sharing this, this part of, of, of myself with the audience. And folk music is still really a big part of the culture in Spain. Definitely. And if, if we think the inspiration of uh, all the Spanish composers from the 19th century and 20th century, Manuel de Falla, Alvenis, uh, Granados, uh, Turina, uh, Joaquin Rodrigo, uh, and I could keep going, all these composers got inspiration in the folk music from Spain. And, uh, and I think that was uh, what uh, made them distinctive and what made... Spanish music sound Spanish. And, you know, it's very interesting because folk music and, and flamenco music are very different to each other. And uh, flamenco music is very rooted, is, is very dramatic. Uh, uh, dancers usually stepped on the floor, but they never jump up. So it's a very grounded, dramatic music with strong rhythms, with very strong rooted uh, rhythms. And on the contrary, folk music are uh, very light and uh, people dance them jumping into the air. So there are these two universal forces, uh, one going up, one going down, that are combined in the Spanish music repertoire. And uh, Joaquin Rodrigo, Manuel de Falla, Alvenis, you can hear when the rhythm is very grounded and, you know, and rooted and, and heavy and dramatic. And when it's, you know, it's a folk tune, very light, uh, not a big deal. And can, you can imagine, you know, people dancing up and, and, and flying around, you know. <laughs> So you probably grew up surrounded by guitar music because there's a lot of that in Spain. When did you decide that this was what you wanted to do? Well, um, the first time I, I was in contact with uh, the Spanish classical guitar, it was when I was six years old. I was uh, watching TV, a black and white TV, and uh, Andres Segovia was playing. And I was really touched by it. And, you know, I told my parents, I, I want to learn guitar. So, you know, my parents, my parents brought me to a music school and, and you know, I, I, I always loved it. But after one year, I went on a stage and that was the first time I appeared uh, on a stage. And uh, I loved the feeling of being on a stage and feeling the energy of the people coming from that, you know, black hole that I could not identify from a stage because of the lighting. But still, you could feel that energy. And I loved it. I, I felt like full of light, uh, literally and, and emotionally. So, you know, after that, uh, I told my mom, I, I, I want to play again. I want to play again. So, of course, you know, I, didn't, I, I was a kid. I was playing simple tunes. Um, and I didn't have the opportunity to go back on a stage. Uh, so I went with my mom to all these nursery homes for old people. And I will never forget... The, the, the smiles on their faces not because I was doing great music just for the fact that a little kid with his guitar 
was playing for them on a Sunday morning and thinking of them. And for me, it was as enlightening as it was for them. And, you know, uh, from that moment, you know, I think uh, my music path uh, got uh, its direction. And, and right now, music for me is a, is a social tool. And as a musician, I assume the responsibility to really connect to the audience in a, in a way that I can make them feel things that perhaps uh, they've never uh, felt before. And music has that power, no? And as a musician, I think we need to have that responsibility to, to humanize this world. Did you study in a conservatory in Rioja or did you go somewhere else? Yes, I studied in Rioja uh, and then I went to, to Madrid. And then after Madrid, uh, I finished my career when I was 18 years old and I went to Germany. And I lived there for five years and uh, it was uh, very inspiring to listen to to attend all these Berlin Philharmonic uh, concerts and and to feel the respect and admiration that the German society has for classical music and for the musicians so that was very inspiring to me and it was a, a different way to look at music and, and you were studying with somebody in Berlin exactly I was studying with Thomas Miller Pegin and from there I, I, I was attracted by, by New York uh, by the city, by the multiculturality of the city. And uh, I came here uh, to study with David Starobin, uh, a great, great professor. And, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful to, to every single teacher I've had because, you know, what I am is, is, is part of what they offered me. Uh, so it's, it's, it's been a, a beautiful journey. You live in Manhattan now. Do you miss Spain? Do you get back there enough? Yes, um, I've been living abroad for the last uh, 17 years of my life. So um, uh, I go back to Spain quite often, a few times every year for concerts. And uh, Spain is, is with me every time I go on a stage. Uh, and they've been having some really tough times economically in Spain yes, recently. Unfortunately, we, we, we were going through tough times, um, a lot of unemployment. Uh, but uh, in the end, that's... Uh, I like to look at things in a very optimistic way, and that's part of life. Life is a, is a journey with uh, beautiful moments and challenging moments. And that's altogether what makes uh, life interesting. And, uh, and that's what uh, we've been through in Spain, but uh, things seem to, to be improving. So I'm, I'm glad. And, you know, and Spain is, is with me every time I go on a stage uh, through my guitar. I miss it, but, you know, I... Is part of, of what I am. So it's you are from a region, Rioja, that is very famous for its wine. You have a connection to the wine business in Spain? Actually, yes. Um, I'm um, proud to say that I'm ambassador. Uh, I'm a cultural ambassador of the winery Vivanco. Vivanco is this uh, wonderful winery in, in Spain, which concept behind is art and culture. So they have considered by UNESCO the number one museum of the wine culture in the world. So they have all these paintings by Miró and Picasso related to wine, no? like, like uh, bodegones with the grapes and, and, and the guitars and everything. And then they have an archaeological part of the museum with uh, pieces from Mesopotamia and uh, Egypt and Greece. And the owner is a poet. So, you know, it's, it's like in the end... Uh, Wine, art, you know, we use the same lexicon. We use the same words to express what we are feeling. It's about emotions. It's about getting inspired by it. You have any suggested wine pairings to go with the music that you played? 
Definitely. So I would say, um, for example, with uh, Jota, the Jota, the last piece I played, I would say Crianza by Vivanco because it's, you know, it's young and it's strong. It's, uh, it doesn't have, uh, it's not afraid of anything. And then, you know, I would say um, Reserva, no? For Recuerdos de la Alhambra because it's more calm and mature and it does go deeper into your emotions. So, yes, I could say those could be good, good pairings with wine. And the other one was Brazilian, so it doesn't need Spanish wine. <laughs> you are making a series of debuts this fall with seven orchestras in the United States, including Pittsburgh, Fort Worth, San Antonio, and Oregon. Now, for six of those, you are going to be playing the probably most famous guitar concerto ever written, the Rodrigo Concierto de Aranjuez. What connection do you feel to that piece? Because you're not from Aranjuez. Yes, I'm not, but uh, Concierto de Aranjuez is part of where I am, definitely. It's a piece I've played so much. It's the piece when I was a kid I always dreamed to play one day. And um, I, I feel so identified with every single um, phrasing, melody, harmony, and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful music. And, you know, it's this kind of music that uh, when I play it, I try to, to go beyond music and to, to, to make something transcendent in the people and trying to, to touch them in, in a way that uh, they will be a little different before they listen to after. I was going to ask you about the Tarrega piece, the memories of, of the Alhambra. Which came first? Did you learn the piece or did you actually visit the Alhambra and experience it? And then. Yes, I first learned the piece. Um, so it was a kind of a pilgrimage then to actually visit? Definitely. And Granada, I have to say, is uh, one of my favorite towns in, in Spain. Granada and Santiago de Compostela. These two towns are very, very unique. And, and, and the energy that, that uh, its walls have is, is unique. And. When I went there and, you know, seeing all these beautiful fountains and, and listening to them. And so then you, you play that music in a different way, definitely, because uh, you add to the music the experience you had. Uh, as a musician, my goal is to transcend the music by adding my own experiences, my own emotions. And, you know, that's and then inviting the people to participate of those emotions. And, and in the end, that's. That's what music is about. It's about participating, going all together into a beautiful emotional journey. Pablo Villegas, thank you very, very much. Thank you very much, Naomi. It's been a great pleasure being with you all here today.